0: I am Rick
1: and I am still Dean
0: (laughs) and and welcome to the rated podcast guys we've been talking for a little while now about how we were going to do two episodes a week and I don't know what we're going to call these second episodes (laughs) of the week it might I don't know it might be the banter episode I don't know I know we have a one (laughs) listener who is a banter lad oh yeah but um but uh so well shout
1: documented out to, <laughs> shout
0: out to banter lad um but uh yeah so this is gonna be a pretty like free-flowing uh pretty unstructured just uh back and forth between me and dean two guys talking about shows movies entertainment um and yeah, basically just recording it for you guys and hopefully you guys can get something out of it it'll be a little more uh mm-hmm. entertaining i think than our other episodes <laughs> but uh hopefully yeah. like,
1: because the other ones were kind of at the mercy of. We're reviewing the sh- the hot show that's out for, um, you know, the benefit of everyone. This is going to be more like if you ever watch like a random fishing show and you think like, "Wow, I bet you no one's ever seen this before." Trust me, I've watched it. So we're going to be talking about some <laughs> some weird ones. And Rick, I'm excited because I honestly have no idea where this is going to go. All right,
0: I I kind of hope you. Uh you have a random fishing show that you bring up on the show? Oh, I
1: absolutely do. I love watching like outdoorsman type shows. I love watching uh, nature shows like um, Blue Planet, Great, Our Planet. Um, okay. Yeah. I- I'm big into like the-, the outdoors Alaska, or I think it's called Wild Alaska. Nice. Let me look that up. But yeah, big
0: fan. Okay, well, I mean, while you're talking about it then, because we don't want to – we this episode, we don't want to drag anything out too long. Cause- oh, yeah. They're not huge in-depth reviews. They're more just mentioning things and saying if they're good or not. Mm-hmm. So you said you like things like outdoor, our planet, my planet, his planet, her planet, whoever's <laughs> planet you want to give it to. Oh yeah. What's um? What's your personal favorite for the outdoor shows? Because I know oh. we had a bachelor party in Orlando where I think we were watching. I think it was mm-hmm. called Our Planet. And five minutes I was hooked. So,
1: yeah. So, (laughs) I'd uh, love to know what you watch. Interesting, interesting uh, segue. I was actually on a flight to Orlando. It wasn't for that um, same time that you're referencing, it was uh, for work. And um, I got a little TV, which I usually don't get a little TV on my planes um, that I travel on, Uh, you know, uh, balling on a budget. So, I have to sit in like the regular. coach area but anyway so i had a little tv and they were showing uh blue planet which is like the the underwater stuff and it was just so like relaxing and calming and stuff but like i love watching like um our planet is a good one too where it kind of goes throughout like the grasslands deserts arctic uh wild alaska is one that specifically does like the arctic but rick you asked for a random outdoor show that i love and that is chasing monsters with cyril Shoke is the guy's name he says it really quick chasing um, monsters, okay, chasing what monsters. channel is that on real quick? Um, no, I think this is actually a this might be a netflix original I'll have I'll actually look that up, but oh um, whoa, don't don't get into it too too quick then we might save that for a later segment honestly okay <laughs> yeah. so um, uh, I'll actually do the research on that and then um, if not I'll just you know blurt out more about chasing monsters because I love it the host is actually really cool okay, real quick because um, you said you were watching blue Planet, you said it's really relaxing. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I know a lot of people um, fall asleep with the TV on. Would you say
1: that this is a good show to fall asleep to? Um, yeah, it could be. I would say that. Um, have you ever seen the show River Monsters? It's kind of similar. Yo, I love River Monsters. Yeah, River Monsters is good. <laughs> kind of, oh god! All right, so the, the the host of that show, Jeremy Wade, kind of takes it very. He's um, a very serious approach to it. This guy Cyril is so fun, like. Yeah, I would say he's, like, a young Jeremy Wade where he's, like, kind of just more, like, loose and free-flowing. Like, there was one time where he was fishing in uh, South America, and, like, um, I believe he is, like, of um, South American descent. And he was, like, talking to some guy in Portuguese, and then, um, like, the voiceover was, like, I had a little bit too much to drink, so we didn't go out fishing that night. So, like, it's a little <laughs> bit more fun. Um, this is kind of, like, uh, this is not your your this is not your parents rivers monsters this is more okay. like young and hip and fun of like yeah you know i caught a tuna and it's a, it's a lot of fun um, So this is this is called chasing monsters you said right chasing monsters i would say yeah because you know in general if if you don't get fired up about catching fish then yeah it'd be a good show to uh, fall asleep to but if you know you're just in it for the background noise and it, it captivates you every once in a while mm-hmm. even if you're falling asleep there's some pretty interesting stuff at least i find it interesting um, so well, I would actually go officially and say no. I, I wouldn't fall asleep. Okay. Well, I was actually curious for Blue Planet if that was a good show to fall that asleep. That is not,
0: a great show to fall asleep. That's that's what I meant. Blue Planet, not Chasing Monsters. I feel like I'd be glued to the screen for Chasing Monsters. Yep. Honestly. It, okay. So Blue Planet is a is a good nighttime sleep show then. Oh. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. I I might fall asleep to that tonight then. <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> if you need help falling asleep, throw on Blue Planet. But um. We've been talking about, obviously, we already got into a couple of shows, so let's start off with our first official segment for the nice. Rated Podcast. I literally came up with these names and segment ideas uh, five minutes ago. We're recording this pretty late <laughs> at night. We have the time, so we're trying to do it and get it out of the way. Um, the segment names and the way they're run, they might be completely different next week. <laughs> if you like them, <laughs> let us know. If you don't, please, then we'll absolutely change them. But segment number one, Dean, I'm mm-hmm. calling it Liftoff. And okay. I'm, we're going to talk about, if you have any at least, any shows that you've maybe seen the pilot of, or first mm-hmm. couple episodes, or maybe the first season for that matter, but no more. A show that you've seen relatively little of mm-hmm. and you're going to tell me and I'll tell you in return if you think this show has liftoff and is worth continuing or if it doesn't have liftoff and it's going to crash and burn.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, I got, I got kind of two for you. One is uh, one that we kind of already talked about. I, don't, I actually don't remember if it made the, the live episode that, that we ended up publishing, but we did talk about The Last Kingdom, which is a mm-hmm. Netflix original show. Um, I watched I want to say maybe two seasons of that so I don't know if it technically qualifies and again as like a really quick recap I didn't like it because it was um, confusing it was poorly acted um, seemed like pretty low budget and everyone seemingly had the same exact name but I got one Um, I watched one episode of it and I didn't really like it It it's called Frontier it's on Netflix it's Jason Momoa Um, he's basically a frontiersman I guess I I don't know what I was expecting but Um, apparently like Jason Momoa's character was a guy who was like in the fur trade of like the 1850s. And there's like a bunch of like colonial British guys like talking about him. And it just, I I watched one episode and I was like, man, this is kind of stupid. So I would say that Frontier is my liftoff show. And I don't believe that it does. Although it, it seems like it's pretty successful. I believe that they have a couple seasons up. But it just wasn't something for me. So Rick, did that did that reach the parameters of what so, the thing was so, supposed to be? So
0: hold on. So you you're not a fan? No, I'm not. So this this show doesn't have liftoff. It's not it's not taking off. It's gonna crash and burn then. All uh, right. Yes. Okay. All right. Cool. So we're getting there. All right. All right. So that's that's a show that's gonna crash and burn. Do you have a mm-hmm. show that
1: does have liftoff? And that Houston, we don't have a problem. You know, Rick, I, I want to hear I want to hear yours first, and then and let, let me circle back with that. Okay, it's
0: actually funny you said circle back with that because Mm -hmm. my show that we have liftoff with is The Circle. Uh, Mm, I don't know. I don't remember if I talked about this with you. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, I know me and two of our mutual friends watch it. I just kind of found it scrolling through Netflix the other day. Um, I think it came out maybe like. It came out this past week, Mm -hmm. Um, and it is a reality TV show. It's basically um, Big Brother um, mixed with Catfish. Okay. So basically, just to give a quick rundown, it is eight or so people living in the same apartment building, and they basically are playing what I believe is the similar rules to Big Brother. I haven't seen Big Brother in, God, 15 <laughs> years. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, but the, they never actually see each other. Okay. And they never talk in person. They only talk through, like, text. Mm-hmm. And um, it's pretty interesting because you have to forge relationships with people and try to uh, be friendly and become the most popular in the house or apartment building. Mm-hmm. So I've seen the first four episodes they actually do this pretty differently. They don't release one episode a week and they don't release them all at the same time. Um, they're doing, they've released the first four episodes. They're going to release the next four on Wednesday and then the next four, which is the last four a week after that. Um, if you're not into reality shows like big brother or catfish or something like that, um, you won't like it. But if you are, I think you would love it. It's it's a very different uh, take on reality shows, and I thought it was pretty cool. So, uh, the circle, we have liftoff.
1: Yeah, you know what's funny? I watched the extended preview to that, and um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a, maybe it's just who I am as a person. But I saw the preview, and I was like, that looks terrible. And then um, I was actually talking on Saturday. I was I was with the same mutual friends that you watched it with, and I I knew enough of the of the preview to have a conversation with someone. And um, they were laughing. So, Rick, I'll definitely check that out. But I do fear that it might be one of those shows that it's better to watch in a group of people where you can make fun of the people openly. Because I'll, I'll tell you, and I call this the you- 90 Day Fiancé test. Because 90 Day Fiancé, watching alone, it's kind of like meh. But like watching it with the group of people and you scrutinize everything and you kind of make it more of like a, an event rather than watching a show. So I, I'm awesome. curious to know if you would have the same reaction if you watched that one alone. So maybe uh, I'll call up a couple buddies and we'll get that going. It's actually funny you say that. You
0: you took the words right out of my mouth. I was gonna <laughs> say that because I've only seen the first four episodes uh, with <laughs> friends, and you are right. It, it's always fun to react with people and say this person's so funny. I think this person's gonna do this or win or fuck this up. And yeah, it 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 absolutely enhances the experience. Um, we also have a mutual friend who didn't like it. And I actually have a feeling he watched alone. So that that might be why. Um, yeah, I would say definitely, guys, if you can, watch with friends. I, I think watching anything with friends makes it better. But I can see this definitely being a show where you kind of are kind of meh and in the middle of the road about it, watching it alone. Mm. Because I have I'm watching the current season of 90 Day Fiancé alone. Mm -hmm. and you're absolutely right. It's just not as good without... the same. Yeah, it's not as good without your friends around. Um, So, I mean, I'm still watching. I actually asked a bunch of our friends who are 90 Day Fiance fans if they were watching this season. Mm -hmm. They told me no, and that just really bummed me out because not only am I watching alone at home, I'm watching alone in our friend Whoa. group as well. And it, yeah, I'm just alone. I probably yeah. won't watch it after the season again, after I heard that. But uh, yeah, the circle, <laughs> it, it has liftoff, but with the caveat guys, Dean, you right. Watch it with friends.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so I, I got two liftoff ones for you that, that, so and of course, like I'm going to get this segment down at some point, but um, got two. one is one that was, I think a limited series. And I don't believe that they're ever going to do a season two. But season one, um, or if it is a limited series, then it was just the first first and only season, is a show called Maniac with Emma Stone and Jonah Hill. It was fantastic. Watched it all. It was very dystopian. Rick, I actually think this fits into exactly what you would like. I believe it was set like in the 80s of some sort. But Jonah Hill kind of plays like a very weird, introverted kind of guy. And throughout the series, you start to learn that he is – signing up for this experimental treatment type program where they go deep into your memories um, to make you a happier person, to like confront your final fears. And uh, Jonah Hill actually admits to being schizophrenic. Um, and there is a overarching trial going on with his brother where basically Jonah Hill is being asked to lie on the stand to get his brother out, off of jail. So Emma Stone also has her own you know story arc going on. But what it is, is they go into these, it's almost like the matrix where they like kind of plug them in and they take a specific kind of pill and they have these memories, right? And it's supposed to be individualized for everyone. So Rick, if we were doing it, I would be sitting in a chair, you'd be sitting in a chair. We would go through this experience. And when we're done, we would like be in the cafeteria talking about it. But for some reason, there is a doctor that's kind of like a, and, and that, yeah, He's an enigma, and um, so (laughs) is the uh, computer, actually has... um, I know this this sounds kind of dumb, but the computer that does the algorithm actually starts developing its own personality, and it keeps on pushing Emma Stone's character and Jonah Hill's character together. So when they go through these experiences, they're always in each other's, like, visions, memories, whatever you want to call it. And because of that, they form this really deep connection and um, interesting, like, stuff. So that's why I, I don't know if you remember this was been out for a while, but there is um, like one is set when they're like a family in like the fifties one is set over there at like a, a party like, and um, it, it was very cool. It was a, it was very trippy, very dystopian. Um, definitely a quick watch, even though it was kind of long, I definitely knocked it out in one day. It was, it was absolutely fantastic. So maniac on Netflix, maybe it's one that you might've missed, but I give that lift off and I, really hope that there is a second season or if not a second season, maybe they do another limited series because it was really great.
0: Yeah, that's, that's cool. I remember it came out and I thought it was interesting, but, um, I didn't really like hear too much about it. Like I didn't mm-hmm. really know anyone else that watched it. So I guess I never just came to turning it on. Yeah. Well, but, um, Rick, it seems you, like I'd like it.
1: Yeah. Knowing you and knowing what you like, um, It's a little less, like, space dystopian. It's more, like, psychological. I would say if I had to fit it into a a category, I'd say it's more of, like, a psychological drama type of thing. But it it was really cool. And I remember um, the season ended with a very satisfying um, conclusion, too. It was pretty cool. But, Rick, and, of course, (laughs) correct me if this doesn't fit in, but just a show that I'm really ready for the next season to come out already. Um, I'm actually going to go with Disenchantment. It is a Matt Groening... Uh, TV show. Um, of course, he's the creator of The Simpsons and Futurama. And um, I might be higher on Futurama than the rest of the population. Um, I really love The Simpsons, but it's not, to me, like a laugh out loud funny show. It's just a good mm-hmm. show. And um, the creator of The Simpsons, you know, he's been doing it for 27 some odd years. So there are certain elements and areas that he can't reach with, you know, Homer, Marge, Bart, Lisa, and Maggie. So um, that's why he created Futurama, to kind of go a little bit more out there and kind of explore some of the other plots and jokes that he wanted to get out. And Disenchantment is just another furthering of that. Um, Great voice acting. It's um, very contrarian to most fairy tales. Um, Eric Andre voices uh, Lucy, which is basically a demon cat. It's a pretty funny show. Uh, Actually, funnier. I would definitely say funnier, like Laugh Out Loud, than The Simpsons. Funnier than um, Futurama, and just a good overall story. So, um, last season ended on a cliffhanger, and uh, Lift Off. I want the I want the second one.
0: Nice, nice. All right. So I gave a show that I had Lift Off. Uh, so that was The Circle. A show that does not have Liftoff, It is bursting in flames right after takeoff. Is The Dark Crystal, mm. the uh, Jim Henson like animatronics puppeteer. uh show i watched probably like the first three episodes or so um and i was i really don't mind puppets and animatronics and things like that and uh it was tough it was really hard to get through it um okay i uh i gave it a chance and not just the puppets and the animatronics but it just was boring couldn't get through it and, so, Rick, so like,
1: uh, I, I heard you specifically mention that that you're not afraid of puppets and animatrons. You know, not to say that I am, but just, I don't know, dolls are creepy. And, like, I, I literally, if the Dark Crystal commercial comes on, like, I, when I would watch TV, like, sometimes it would be on, I would literally avert my eyes. I'd be like, oh, like, I, I don't know, it just is so unsettling how human-esque they are. So, for me, that's a complete pass. I would never watch that in a million years. But I'm I'm glad to know that I'm not missing out on anything because they look so freaking creepy. I'm not watching that. They they absolutely are. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Like I, I'm not afraid
0: of puppets or anything, but um, puppets can be creepy. Yeah. So and but and if you think puppets are creepy, you think the dark crystal is creepy as hell. They're oh, so yeah. weird. There's like elven creatures. There's like talking vultures that are like. Falling apart. It's so weird. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, guys, <laughs> don't unless you're like a Jim Henson fan. And I don't personally know anybody who is. John. Um, he probably he's <laughs> yeah, he's another he's a different breed. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, don't bother with the dark crystal. I have a feeling most people won't and weren't planning on bothering with it. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I have a feeling there's probably listeners who are like. Dude, really? Why'd you even try? It? <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I'm wondering the same thing myself. <laughs> yep. So that was bad. But um, we've talked about a couple different shows already. Uh, seeing if they have liftoff or if they're or if they're mm-hmm. crashing and burning. But um, you know, there's there's the air, there's the land, and there is also the sea, Dean. Get your mm-hmm. scuba gear on, bud, because we're taking a deep dive. We're going right. down, down to the depths of all streaming services, television, cable, satellite, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Tell me a show that you think no one is watching mm-hmm. that they should, or even mm-hmm. a, a show that no one is watching, and you're and you're gonna tell them, <laughs>
1: don't bother. You're yeah. Good. Okay, so this is actually like right in my wheelhouse because I kind of I kind of just watch things that look appealing to me and. Um, I can actually remember this one specifically why I started watching it. It was because the name was so vulgar and weird and I was like, what? Um, Rick, it's, it's actually really funny. We mentioned on um, the Pod that we don't really like like very British like comedies and stuff. So if you're listening on, um, in the UK, we're, uh, sorry about that. But you know this is one that actually it's extremely British and I actually really do like it. So the name of the show, they actually changed it because no one would watch it. Because I believe uh, people thought it was a porn. Um, the sh- the show used to be called Scrotal Recall, which I thought was funny. They actually changed the name to Love Sick. So so Rick, with, with a name like Scrotal Recall, you're like, what the hell? And it's actually about a guy who gets an STD and he has to tell everyone that he was with that he had, that he has this STD. And you would think it's like a comedy, maybe like a Judd Apatow like ridiculous kind of thing, but it actually ends up being very good. I would say a romantic comedy where he, um, you know, every single time he, he contacts a new woman to tell her about it. There's some story. They do flashbacks about when they were together. So the, the name of the show now is called lovesick. It's um, pretty good. I believe it was three seasons long. Um, I'm not sure if they're doing another one, but every episode name is a name of a previous lover for the main character named Dylan. Um, pretty good show. I actually ended up really liking it. And, um, of course, the overarching theme is that he actually realizes that he's in love with um, the main female character who also has her own, you know, relationships going on. So pretty interesting show. Definitely something that, um, you know, you wouldn't expect me to watch, but I really enjoyed it. And, Rick, I'm going to give you another one. Uh, this is pretty deep of a dive here. Um, it's a show called Dark. Um, I believe it was actually filmed. The c- actors uh, probably were speaking German. It took me like four episodes to realize that their mouths weren't really matching um, you know, <laughs> words. But it was a crazy show. I actually had plans later on that day, but I actually canceled them to get to the bottom of the show. It involves time travel and you know different timelines, and it, it was a very very compelling show. I know that they have a season two. I haven't had the time to go down that that way. So I'm going dark and lovesick as my two deep dives, two shows that you probably missed. Um, They don't get a lot of love, but um, if you want to go back and visit them, um, you probably won't be disappointed. Um,
0: Yeah, I actually heard some great things about dark. Mm -hmm. Um, I never like brought myself to watch it because I'm, I personally try to avoid subtitled shows mm-hmm. um, or like shows that are dubbed over. Um, that's just a personal preference, but I did hear the actual show itself is very good. Oh yeah. Um, I think
1: "Love Sick" sounds familiar. And I, what what service is that on or your channel even? Um, that is Netflix. Is it actually both of those are Netflix originals?
0: Okay, yeah, I might check out Love Sick then. Honestly, it I I can't imagine what good reason they gave for changing it from Scrotal Recall. <laughs> that is
1: so funny. That's yeah, hilarious. I, I remember I got the email from Netflix saying like um, the I think the title was like What's in a Name? Like the old uh, Shakespeare thing. But um, yeah, it actually ended up being like they they had to release like a. Press release saying that they changed their name to Lovesick. Actually, if you Google Scrotal Recall, there's a bunch of articles saying, um, you know, why they changed the name and everything like that. So yeah, I guess it was um, it was just too hard to. Um, I guess it was too hard to promote. You know, <laughs> you're at the water cooler. Yeah. And they, hey, have you seen Scrotal Recall? And they're like, No, I'm not allowed to watch porn.
0: <laughs> Dude, I got to tell you, if I saw a show on Netflix called Scrotal Recall, I would. Have to check it out. Yeah, you know to. what?
1: If if it wasn't called that, I don't know if I ever would have clicked on it to begin with.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. So, But um, I'll go my deep dive. I get the oxygen tank is full. I'm going down into the depths, see what I can find. And a show I watched recently, because we've been talking about uh, sci-fi shows, mm-hmm. uh, Black Mirror, um, Electric Dreams, things like that. I haven't seen Electric Dreams yet a show that I stumbled upon on Netflix in my perusing was, mm. I don't know if you've seen it cause they don't really promote this love, death and robots. No, it is basically the animated version of black mirror. Really? It Um, yeah, it's, um, very, it's, it's actually very, very dark. Um, there is a mm. ton of sexuality. So I, I know that makes some people uncomfortable. um, so the episodes are very short though. They're like, they're never longer than like a half an hour. Yeah. Most of them are around like 12 to 15 minutes. Um, I want to say there's like 18 episodes or something. Um, it's not for everyone though. I, it's a very specific audience. I think mm-hmm. it's for though. So I'm not, you know, trying to tell everyone to watch it. I'd, it's not a show I'd go around telling people to watch. Although if you are a fan of like black mirror, and things that are really dark, uh, I would say go for it. Um, I think it'd also be cool too, just because it's an anthology. Um, If you wanted to just Google some of the better episodes Mm -hmm. and just watch those, and then if you like those, you can watch the other ones. I think that works because I I like stuff like that where I don't have to necessarily watch the entire season for it to make sense. Yeah. Um, So that was cool. And another, I guess, deep dive uh, similar to dark because like dark is people know about dark, but I don't think people watch dark. Yeah. And is I, we talked about this actually before recording is I'm going to go uh, with the expanse. We talked about mm-hmm. the expanse. I don't know if we talked about it on a previous episode. We may have, um, but it, it's, it's, it's good. It's um, something that it was previously on for the first three seasons, the sci-fi channel. Um, and for the fourth season after it was canceled on sci-fi it was picked up by Amazon. So I think if you're picked up by yeah. Amazon or any streaming service, you're probably doing something right. And, uh, it's basically, um, I believe two, 200 years, maybe 300 years in the future where mm-hmm. humanity has colonized the galaxy and more specifically the solar system. And they're on Mars and the asteroid belt. And season one is where, you know, it, Tensions are rising between different colonies about a potential war. Um, but it's, it's a very realistic depiction of the future. Um, I feel, um, there's no aliens. There's no like, you know, things like lightsabers and time mm-hmm. travel and stuff like that. It's, it's very realistic, which is, is cool. It's refreshing. Um, yeah, that is interesting. I've seen, um, pretty much everywhere has said, and this isn't common. Um, that the first season is good and all the following seasons are excellent. Okay. And, and that's pretty strange for a lot of shows because 90 plus percent of the time, I think season one's almost always the best. Yeah. And then it, it either, you know, plateaus or goes downhill from there. And with the way they did this season and the way it finished, I can totally see seasons two, three, and four being really good because of the setup they did in season one. So not blown away by season one, but I think that lends
1: itself to being a great uh, season two and, and, and beyond. All right. That's, that's really interesting. Um I'm definitely going to have to check that out then because, you know, Amazon does have a lot of good original shows that just, I, I haven't gotten up on. Like, like I was saying, I found that electric dreams. um This is one Rick. I believe that we were talking about because, it seemed like one day, I remember it was a Saturday, like a couple weeks ago, they just started advertising for it like crazy, and it's pretty interesting that um, since Amazon picked it up, they kind of bumped up the the um, production quality, so that's definitely something that I'm going to be taking a look into, because um, you know, just like you, I like all those sci-fi type shows, and I also like when a show is like a little bit more realistic, like, you know, I don't want to suspend disbelief if I don't have to, so yeah, very good stuff. Yeah, it's 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 very
0: realistic. It's not like, you know, Star Trek, there's no like Klingons or mm-hmm. teleportation. It's 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 very realistic. It's um uh, something that, you know, it makes total sense. It's there are to it, you know, but I think uh, you got to have some in a sci-fi show yeah, like that. But if they're not they're not yeah. it's nothing's like outlandish really, which is really mm-hmm. cool about it. Oh, um nice. with that though, uh we'll go to our next segment. <laughs> Maybe a little inappropriate for our other viewers because we haven't figured out a different uh, different segment name. But segment three, man, this is, we're just going to talk about uh, anything else we've really seen or watched recently. Um, mm-hmm. Segment three, guys, it is watch or crotch. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about things that we've seen. Is it worth seeing? This is basically, I feel like they're all kind of the same segment at this point.
1: We're still working on hammering out we're, our segments. Guys, if there's something that we're not covering, um, please just let us know. Of course, that at is at rated pod. Again, we're, we're pretty active on Twitter now. Um, and it's one of those things too, where, um, you know, some of these episodes that are going to be like this, we have in the future lined up. We're going to do like a little bit of a special where we're kind of going to grade um, the streaming services that are available the HBO go um, Disney plus Netflix Amazon kind of see how they stack up against each other because there are so many now um, we know that you listener you don't want to pay sixty bucks a month to um, handle all of the corners even if um, you know just to watch one specific show there are other ways around that of course but you know Roger watch watcher crotch um, again we're going to be going kind of deeper down our list and saying if you liked it or not, Rick, um, actually I'm just going to go, I'm going to read off a couple things that I've watched and I'll just give you a very binary thumbs up, thumbs down. Yes. Watch it. Don't watch it. So I'm Oh, literally, oh no, watch it. Or, or watch it, it. Watch it. <laughs> I'm actually going to go, I'll give you some, some quick ones. So yeah. if I, um, watch it again and continue watching, I have the King starring, uh, Timothy Chalamet. Um, okay. pretty good. And Robert Pattinson. Um, I'll give you I don't want to be neutral on the first one so Yeah yeah I'll give you I'll give you a watch it was um the the lead actor was a, was fantastic um the only down thing was it nothing really happened it was just kind of Ooh, a no. good movie it was like okay and then Robert Pattinson did a, that terrible French impression it was um kind of funny next next show Bojack Horseman I give it an absolute watch very good very dark Pretty feels the um. They're actually coming to their final. The final part of the final season is coming out. I believe pretty soon. Next show, Big Mouth. I'm actually going to give you a crotch. I and no pun intended. It, oh man, I I, wanna, I need a rebuttal on this, but go ahead. Yeah, the the show is extremely vulgar, and <laughs> it's funny in in parts. But then there are other parts where you where you're sitting there alone watching it, and you're like. Jeez, if anyone walked in this room right now, like I would look like a complete weirdo. So um, Big Mouth, and this is one, rank that, that you were mentioning for The Expanse. I actually liked the earlier seasons um, a little bit better, I think, as they, as they um, increase in episode numbers, maybe running out of ideas, and uh, just when they have mm-hmm. no ideas, they're just getting a little bit more and more vulgar. Um, another show, Ozark, absolutely watch, Very good, um, and that's very critically acclaimed when the new, when the new season comes out. Might do a full combo review on that Um, show called Troy Netflix original or or more specifically Troy fall of a city. I know a lot about the Trojan war um, just from school really didn't like this adaptation. I thought it was confusing. Um, It was kind of poorly acted and yeah, it just didn't didn't sit well with me. And then also from a history period um, I'm going Marco Polo. It's probably one of the first shows that I watched um, for the podcast. Um, And that and I just wanted to see it. It was pretty bad. I'm going to give that a crotch, Um, mainly because, you know, Marco Polo is an explorer. We all know that he went, you know, all throughout Asia and Europe. The show literally became Game of Thrones. This is the best way that I could say it. It was a bootleg Game of Thrones with bad actors set in Mongolia. Ooh no (laughs) so that was my quick watcher crotch oh and then really quick mindhunter absolutely watched Uh, i watched that in like two days fantastic nice all right i i'll I'll go i maybe i'll have less shows i'll go
0: a little more in depth with mine but to start off start out i'm also gonna i'm gonna take my crotch out real quick and i'm gonna put it on marco polo because i actually saw the first like I definitely saw the first episode and maybe half of the second. And it was such crotch. <laughs> just, just from under cheese. Just very bad. Don't, don't Marco Polo. If you do watch Marco Polo,
1: don't listen to our podcast <laughs> <laughs> or, or how about this? If you, if, you watched, so bad. <laughs> if you watched and enjoyed Marco Polo, uh, maybe hit us up and tell us why yeah of course we want you to listen to the podcast guys but no no but come at us on twitter i want to know what
0: the re- redeeming qualities of marco polo was uh if it gets better after like episode two or something please but that sounded like booty cheeks <laughs> also so we agreed on marco polo crotches out but i want to take <laughs> big mouth off your crotch i'm going to put it on my tv guys <laughs> I know where Dean's coming from. And mm-hmm. we, me and Dean have agreed on a lot on this podcast. Uh, for the most part, we're pretty much on the same page. We're on the different wavelength here with Big Mouth. Yes, he's right. It is mm-hmm. vulgar. And if someone were to walk in the room while you're watching it, they would question your sanity. But I love it. <laughs> it is so outlandish. It is. It's so, it's so vulgar. It is. But it's, mm-hmm. it is funny. I can see now where Dean is right, though. The earlier seasons are better, and it does feel <laughs> like the show feels that it has to outdo itself every season yeah. and get pro- progressively more vulgar. Um, but I personally love that. I want as vulgar as you can get. I <laughs> yeah, blood and cum and jism everywhere. I <laughs> I'm fine with it. I don't care. I think it's hilarious. So I'm putting Big Mouth on my watch list. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing. That i want i want to get a little in depth about this one because i'm i'm a I'm a pretty big fan of this show, and I'm sure everyone has maybe not seen the show but seen a commercial or something for it Nbc's superstore now uh, there are a ton of people who have seen the office, and there are a ton of people who have seen Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. Now, this show is not as good as the office. I would never go that far it's It's not. This show, and I know a lot of people actually aren't that crazy about Parks and Rec. This show is without a doubt better than Parks and Rec. It okay. is better than Parks and Rec. I will, I will fight tooth and nail to defend this show better than Parks and Rec. I saw every season of Parks and Rec, and it was meh. It was okay. Ron Swanson has his moments. Aziz Ansari has his moments. And Chris Pratt, Andy Dwyer, has his moments. But other than that... Not that great with uh, with Parks and Rec. It's okay, but yeah. Superstar, guys. Superstar, I actually legitimately laugh out loud probably like mm. once an episode at least, maybe more. Like, it's it's very fun. Um, I will say this, and I believe this is applies to a lot of shows. Um, the main characters are not funny. But right. I feel like that is a thing, though, with TV in general. See, the two main characters on Superstar, they're not all that funny. I don't think Jerry Seinfeld is all that funny on Seinfeld although Seinfeld is a great show. Yeah. Uh, Ted Mosby on How I Met Your Mother. Ted
1: Mosby oh, is not funny,
0: but everyone else on the show is funny. Yeah. So the 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 two main characters on this show I think with a lot they just move the story along. Um but the supporting cast, they're they're awesome. They're everyone's super funny. Um there's a pharmacist in the show who was in like three episodes and he is my favorite character and he's not on the show anymore. I don't know why I'm very upset about that. I think we need to start a petition to get him back on. Um, other than that though, trying to figure
1: out man, watch That's definitely a watch though is superstore for me. Yeah. I've, I've never seen it. And honestly, um kind of similar to what you were saying about maniac. Um, I haven't heard anyone say anything good about it or bad for that matter. I, I've just seen commercials during like Sunday night football and like, you know, that, that's basically it. So, uh, Rick per your recommendation, I'll probably give it a shot. I, yeah, I, I, I feel strong about this
0: show guys. I'm, I'm putting my reputation on the line mm-hmm. for superstore. I actually find it very funny. All right. So that I think does it for watch crotch. Um, <laughs> Dean, are there any other movies or episodes that you think, uh, we are worth talking about that you've seen? I know there are a couple, mm-hmm movies that i have seen um
1: hmm. that, yeah not, uh, i'm not a huge uh i'm not a huge movie guy rick so like uh, i i would love to hear um what kind of movies are you recommending um for the people really quick all right so well these are these might be recommendations or
0: stayaways i'll tell you whether they're watch or they're crotch um i've seen three movies in the past week all right okay. and the first one i saw was good boys I don't know okay. if you know how too much about it,
1: but it's one of those. Oh no. Oh, isn't this like um basically like Super Bad and Project X, like, but with just like little little kids? Yeah, yeah. We're, um yeah.
0: So it's basically like the the kids, they steal like the one kid's dad's like drone that's really expensive
1: mm-hmm. and they lose it. Man, these kids are young. <laughs> So, so, Rick did 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 you like this movie? What what would you would you recommend this for? The this is a, this is a watch. This is a very. It's not. I'm not oh, going to yeah? say it's
0: it's. I'm not going to say it's fabulous, but it's 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 funny. It has good moments. It's very cool. Um, I think the best part is seeing like the younger kids talk about like older kids stuff, like they know about what they're talking about. <laughs> So that could be funny. There's, there are some laugh out loud moments. It, it's very good. This is on the watch list. Good boys, um, raunchy comedy. That's it's 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 funny. So give it a check. Check it out if you're looking to laugh. If you're looking to cry, not like emotional tears of like this is beautiful, but if you're looking to cry because you're angry, watch Ad Astra with Brad Pitt and Tommy Lee Jones. Oh my God. What crap, oh yeah. what crap, oh, it was such dog shit, oh my dude i watched this I watched this with uh our, our mutual friend j b g we were keep going over this Our in our, in our young podcast already. me and Dean really like sci-fi you're going to hear about it mm-hmm. a lot, so we have been on this sci-fi kick. I watched ad astra with a friend, and it was so freaking bad what oh that? my god it was just boring and then like <laughs> it was boring but like weird and not like a oh a funky cool weird it was weird and like i'm gonna spoil it for you people because it, it was weird
1: it. in like a what's happening kind of way
0: it was like what what is the point of all this crap dude mm-hmm. there's like one point where like brad pitt goes to like save his dad tommy lee jones who is, I don't know if intentionally or unintentionally, like, gonna fucking blow up, like, the universe. He's, like, he, like, (laughs) he has this, like, matter or something, like, this Mm -hmm. compound or energy that, that, like, fucks shit up, okay? Mm -hmm. And they send Brad Pitt out to go, like, find his dad so he doesn't, like, fucking kill everyone. And there's, like, Brad Pitt, like, he has this, like, half the movie is him, like, logging, like, his own, like, heart rate and like his mental condition Mm. and it's just like it's annoying there's so many like stoppages there's like little to no action it drags it's boring i was looking at my watch we've said this before like yeah a bad indicator of a movie is if you're looking at the the watch for waiting for it to end and i kept looking at my watch he like goes to another space ship that like Mm -hmm. was like attacked or something and there's just like rabid baboons everywhere and they're like, "Where did these baboons come from? Why? What in the, what in the hell?" <laughs> then he like he finds his dad, and like he's like, "Dad, all right, we have to like come home." And he's like, "No, I need to stay. We got to find intelligent life. We have to find." A, and and like Brad Pitt's like, "Dude, like you 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 won. Like you figured it out. Like there's there is no there are no aliens. Like we're alone." And like Tommy Lee Jones, he won't accept it. So it, Brad Pitt's like, "You're gonna you're coming with me. We're like getting out of here." And then Tommy Jones like kills himself, and he almost kills Brad Pitt. It's just crap. It's such ah. dog shit. Stay away.
1: Okay. So Rick is actually going head-to-head with uh, the Rotten Tomatoes um, because it, it seemed to get pretty good uh, marks. I believe it was at 84%. And, um, Rick, you know, a lot of that is, I believe, due to the casting. And um, a lot of times, and this is some kind of feedback we got for Irishman and Marriage Story. Um, I believe a part of our review for Marriage Story was that the story itself wasn't very entertaining, but the actor and actress were fantastic in it. And um, Rick, as as you and I, as, you know, like we always say, we're the layman kind of telling you guys what's good and what's not good and what you would enjoy if you're not like some snobby movie critic. um, A lot of people put a lot of credence into acting performance, which I, you know, I do too, but at the same time, if the story isn't entertaining, or like you were saying, you were you know, the story was confusing and not cool, <laughs> so to speak. Um, you know, Brad Pitt could only do so much with what, what he has. And that's kind of what we said. Um, you could go back to episode two for marriage stories that uh, Adam Driver and um, Scarlett Johansson did a fantastic job, but just the story and situation um, wasn't entertaining enough for me to really give that a higher rating. So um, this might be where we're kind of seeing, you know, of course, the, the difference. Rick, if you had to give Ad Astra a rating, it would probably be below four, right? It would absolutely be below four, probably uh, two and a half if it was that bad. <laughs> so, so, was- so on that same scale, um, Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 8.4. So there you're seeing the discrepancy is that, you know, we don't care about the technicalities of it and the performance. Well, we do care about the performances. of course it enhances, but like, you know, first and foremost you have to have a compelling story. And if it's something that we can't buy into as, you know, moviegoers, then who the hell cares anyway? Do you um do you happen to have the audience score in front of you? Um, I believe that was also good. I could pull that back up. No right. freaking way. <laughs> well, no. I think it I think it is up for actually I, I think it's up for rev- um awards too. Yeah, Metacritic it got dog shit awards. Award. So hold on, I'm just gonna click on the. No, don't. Don't listen to them. Area, um, no, actually, Rick, I, I'm completely wrong. Uh, the audience gave it a forty percent. That well, we're, we're we're pretty similar. I'm the audience. Yeah.
0: It's crap, dude. Stop! Right. Don't. <laughs> the audience was right. I'm right. I'm,
1: <laughs> let's go (laughs) yeah i'm feeling good about this well that's actually pretty cool and you know what around this time of year specifically you have to look um what's just a you know oscar bait movie where they just want to win awards because that's what movie studios kind of cut their teeth on and um you know some of us we we see these movies and we're like what the hell was that but ricky um you had you had opened the floor to me to um mention you know anything else that i would recommend watching Um, In general, and I'm actually going to go a little bit off the cuff here. It's actually a YouTube channel or YouTube series called Binging with Bobish. It is literally a guy who cooks food from TV shows. So, like, for for instance, he made a Krabby Patty. And, like, the way that – it's not so much the cooking aspect that's the cool part. The cool part is how, you know, he watches and does a lot of research. And, like, he will mention, um, you know, different things that the characters would have mentioned – and then he'll make that, too. Like, for example, he does a lot of food from Always Sunny. Like, he okay. made milk steak, um, the energy balls that Charlie was eating that one episode, um, some, some blue drink. Um, I think it was, like, Everclear and something else. So, like, he, he makes it. And if it's completely nasty and and, and, and inedible, and then he will um, just kind of redo it with food that you could actually eat. And, of course, you know, this has been a real... Tongue twister day for me. So sorry that uh, I'm tripping over myself with me and Rick. of have been powering through tonight, but yeah, Benjamin Babish, I would definitely check that out on YouTube. Yeah. Well, um, I've never
0: seen it, but we'll, uh, we'll give a link on uh, our Twitter. Actually. I've never, I've never heard of him. So it actually sounds really cool. So mm-hmm. I'll, um, I got one more, one more watch, one more crotch. But before that, I want to give ourselves a pat on the back here. Cause you brought up <laughs> marriage story and Irishman. And I sent you a text uh, before recording. Uh, Marriage Story and Irishman blanked at the Golden Globes, man. They got nothing. Yep. They got nothing. And you know what? Oh, man. Martin Scorsese is magnum opus. It's it's great. Irishman. It's beautiful. It's so freaking good. It came up balooza. (laughs) (laughs) Marriage Story, more like divorce story. Forget about it. Yeah, right. So, so we were right about it, guys. I mean, we like, we we didn't say it was bad, but like we were saying, it didn't deserve the praise it was getting. So, that that also made us feel pretty good. I mean, we're not claiming to be geniuses, but I like to think we know what we're talking about.
1: Oh, uh, Rick. So, uh, I was actually just, um, you know, looking up some some famous Binging with Babish episodes, and um, he actually made the bone broth from The Mandalorian. Which is, which is what he ordered. So it's like whenever a TV show, like a fictional show, they mention some kind of a food, like he'll um kind of deduce what they might be talking about, and then he'll make that. So that's definitely one that I queued up. And yeah, no, you're completely right. We we, and I think that this show is like a good um. It's a good perspective of people like, you know, I personally don't have a lot of time on my hands. Rick doesn't have a lot of time on his hands. You know, we're, we're mid to late 20s. We're always on the go. And like, we really want to tell people what's worth watching and what's worth your time because time is very precious. And around award season specifically, which is why I'm going on this little tirade, around award season that the core essence of why someone watches something kind of gets lost in the wash a little bit. They just like to have the, you know, all the flashing lights and the great performances and stuff but like um you know specifically like we said on episode two irishman and marriage story wasn't it wasn't great stories they yeah it was good performances but the stories were kind of bad and the golden globes just kind of reinforced that so you know if you listen to that then you kind of you're on the right side as well and um yeah we're giving you some some good stuff to watch you definitely don't want to watch the crotches um that's (laughs) another thing twister that i did not trip over so (laughs) Yay me! So Rick, you said you have one more watch and crotch. One
0: more, one more watch, uh, one more crotch. My watch is uh, actually a YouTube channel as well. Mm. Um, a lot of everyone listening may have heard of these people. I had not heard of them until like a month ago, Mm -hmm. and that is Good Mythical Morning. Okay, with Rhett and Link, they actually just won at like the YouTube Awards or whatever Mm. or Internet Awards or something. Um, the best internet show. Wow! And it might be, I think, like the second or third year in a row that they've done so. Hmm. So these guys, these guys are a, a big deal. Like they're they're important. They're they have. Um, if you go on YouTube, not just for their show, but you can see them. They're on uh, Jimmy Fallon. Uh, they're on with Jimmy Kimmel. Hmm. So they're they're a pretty big deal, and they do a lot of like. Um, like fun gimmicky stuff. Like they'll uh, they'll try like the burgers from like five or six different fast food chains mm-hmm. and um, try to rank them and like guess which ones they're from. Like because they'll tr- they'll eat them blindfolded. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll do that with like pizza. They do a lot of food stuff, which I I still mm. think is fun. That's cool.
1: Um, really quick. Shout out to Cannon. Best burger. Best fast food burger. What do you got? Ooh, Wendy's Baconator. All right. We're, we that's the right answer
0: all right <laughs> okay that's yeah I, that was my, my knee-jerk reaction and i, I think that's it that's, yep. that's the wendy's Baconator. yeah i have i know we're getting getting a little off topic here but i have spent like probably like i don't even know how much it is almost like ten dollars
1: <laughs> on like a triple baconator oh yeah at wendy's and you know what <sighs> So good, dude! Like a quarter of the money that I've made in my life has gone to Wendy's. Anyway, oh god, dude! I actually have uh, the uh,
0: the free Frosty key tag that I use every time. I will get the uh, the five dollar Biggie bag, <laughs> and uh, I'll get my Junior Frosty with that, please. There you go, <laughs>
1: awesome. But um,
0: but yeah, good Mythical Morning, guys. Check it out; it's very good. Uh, I, I'm not the only one, obviously, who thinks it's good. They won a, the award yeah. for best like internet or YouTube show or something. Um. Yeah, they're actually a pretty big deal and I had never heard of them until like a month ago. Um, but they have like guest stars on. They had like a Jack Black on for a, wow. a Christmas episode and uh, they like they do karaoke, um, mm-hmm. different challenges. Check them out. They're really fun. It's really cool. And my last crotch. <laughs> uh, my last crotch <laughs> is, it's going to be, I think, really controversial. I talked to you about this before recording
1: mm-hmm.
0: and this is probably gonna be a hot take but i feel very strongly about this Ooh, okay it is uncut gems all right dean you know and i i believe i said this on the podcast it was probably our last episode yeah where we were talking about what shows and movies are we excited about in the new year yep and uncut gems was like the movie that and uh the new james bond movie i'm like dude uncut gems i'm so excited <laughs> it's like degenerate gambling it's high adrenaline Mm -hmm. it's adam sandler in a serious role which i'm like excited i'm proud of him i heard he did a great job so excited for this movie i would go so far as to say Mm -hmm. that uncut gems is the movie i've been most excited for since um the force awakens okay super excited so i go a couple days ago i go with four other people Mm -hmm. and we're like a half hour into the movie. And someone like leans over me and goes, so like, do you like it? And I'm like, it was like, it was like, okay at that point. But I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I knew coming from her though, yeah. she did not like it. I was like, her asking me if I liked mm-hmm. it was like, oh, she does not like it. <laughs> so I heard prior to watching from everyone that this is a
1: mm-hmm.
0: pedal of the metal, high adrenaline, edge of your seat, mm-hmm. like rush the whole time. And it was fucking boring. This movie was fucking boring. <laughs> oh, no. It was. It was boring. And you know what? I'll say this. Adam Sandler does a very good job. Yeah. It does. Like, the acting job is good. Like, I think we said this about a lot of, like, movies yeah, shows yeah. recently. Like, the acting job was good. But, like, mm-hmm. the movie was, like, slow and boring. Yeah. Um, You and I talked about this b- beforehand. Like, mm-hmm. I've heard, like, he he supposedly like gambles and like wins big and then like tries to like double his money or whatever and loses big. He actually doesn't gamble until like the final scene.
1: Wow. Which is like, so so as me, I, I mean, if you guys know me from, from past shows, I literally have a gambling podcast. So this was one that I had circled for, you know, sports betting and all that. Mike Francesa makes a cameo in it. So I was like, all right, this is definitely on my radar. But yeah, wow, I'm actually really, really shocked and disappointed to hear that.
0: Like, I would, because, like, you're really into gambling and, mm-hmm. you know, you have your own podcast for that and stuff, I would tell, like, you to watch it just to, like, experience it, mm-hmm. but, like, dude, it's just not a not a good movie, man, and I'm, like, oh, really man. upset. I'm sitting in the theater, and, like I said, I was with four other people, and I hear them next to me, and they're, like, pretty loudly, actually, because we were, all, like, like, only other couple other people in the theater with us, and they were like, "This is terrible." <laughs> and like, so <clears throat> I will say this: the uh. four other people I went to go see the movie with, I did not think that they would like it. Um, Uncut Gems is not the kind of movie that mm-hmm. appeals to them, so I don't really know why they wanted to see it, but they did, and they all were like, "This is awful. This is one of the worst movies I've ever seen." Oh, man. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far, um, mm. but it is, uh, it, it's. It really let me down. I was so excited and so hopeful, and I'm bummed, man. I'm bu- it's crotch, dude. Wow.
1: And not that, not that Rotten Tomatoes is the end-all, be-all um, of scores, but this is uh, you know, a good barometer of what the critics are saying versus what the fans are saying. And, Rick, the fans are closer to you, 51% audience score, 92% from the critics so, um, again, that just shows the discrepancy. And you know what? I think that I'm going to chalk that up to um, the award season and that, you know, a lot of these studios are just making movies for awards. And you know what? I, I kind of uh, – the analogy that I make is imagine a video game that was boring and not fun to play but it had great graphics. It's, like, almost like, so what? What am I, what am I doing, really? Uh, you know, it's the story that keeps people engaged. So, you know, Uncut Gems, I probably will see it just so I could see, you know, what I think of it. But um, yeah, pretty disappointing to hear that And, you know, a quick little sidetrack And then we'll, we'll kind of let you guys go You're getting two, of, two episodes this week So, <laughs> you know, if you're not sick of us by now Then, uh, you know, you could just hang on here um, But Rick, the, the most disappointed that I ever was From build-up to a movie to seeing it I actually saw it in theaters twice Because I didn't believe it was that bad I was like, there's no way that was oh, that bad Oh man, I'm excited Spider-Man 3 I was a oh. freshman in high school. I remember I got my, I, I think I left school early. Because, like, they didn't do the midnight release thing back then. I think this was uh, 2007, maybe 2008. And, um, yeah, Spider-Man 3. I wore a Spider-Man shirt to school and everything. And saw the movie. It was terrible. Saw it again in theaters. It was terrible still. Oh, and no. uh, that was most disappointing. So the, the only reason why I bring that up is because, you know, um, you had mentioned how disappointed you were. Because, yeah, that was one that you literally highlighted for, I can't wait for this to come out. So um, yeah, pretty pre- yeah. sucks when that, that happens. So hopefully, you know, karma will say that there's going to be one that will surprise you that you didn't think you would like that. Yeah. Love.
0: Well, I'm excited for the new James Bond movie and hopefully that doesn't <laughs> piss me off. But, uh, I do feel good though. I thought the, uh, audience score for uncut gems was pretty high. So I actually feel pretty good that it's low because you know, like I said, we're the audience and I'm not really that far off that on my review, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, uh, the new James Bond movie is much better. I, I walked out of the theater after on cup gems and I was, I was actually mad.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know? well, you know what? We, we want to, you always want to go home happy. And, you know, I think that we, you and I, Rick, we have done that for the people this week. You got not one, but two episodes. So if you're listening to this, go back and check out our star Wars episode. If you're a big star Wars fan, or maybe if you're just getting into the, the franchise, um, definitely skip past our rise of Skywalker part but um, you know we get, we give you a deep dive on all things star wars i have a feeling that's going to be one of our most played a- episodes cuz they're, they're very passionate fans but yeah if you yeah. just want if you're just scrolling through on a lazy Friday or Saturday night with a loved one trying to figure out what to watch. Maybe you want to check out this episode that you're listening to right now, if you're hearing me say this. So um, good on you. And yeah, um, we gave you a a ton of different shows and movies to check out and even some YouTube channels. So um, guys, you know, we're going to continue to keep on doing this. Let us know if you like the two episode format or if you like it one more bigger hodgepodge episode. Um, let us know what you want us to review and, um, yeah. And you could always reach us on Twitter at rated pod.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're, yeah, we're closing up the show right now, guys. So here's, here's a question that we're going to leave you with this Mm -hmm. week. Um, like Dean, you brought it up. We were just talking about this. What is a movie or show that you were really excited for and were highly anticipating that did not live up to your own personal hype? I got it. I, I got I got mine. It's not Spider Man right. three. I just gave you hey, that one for hey, free. Save it for next week, bud. We'll discuss yep. it. We'll, we'll we'll read Twitter responses. Everything. We'll discuss that. Also, one more thing, guys. I don't think we said it on any of our previous podcasts. We did tweet about it, but if you missed it, we apologize. We have a fantasy movie league. Oh yes That for our podcast league. Um, it's called the Rated Podcast League. It's basically you have a thousand dollar budget to spend on uh, movies that are currently out in theaters and mm-hmm. use that budget to make the most money for your own personal theater as you can. You can p- compete against me. You can compete against Dean. Mm-hmm. There are you know, a bunch of other people in the league with us. Um, I don't believe you'll be able to join right now because the league already started, so we are really sorry about that. Mm-hmm. I think it's like maybe eight weeks before the next league starts. Yeah. Um, we're going to post on our Twitter, though, the league information, the password, and all that stuff to get in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so please join us. We'd love to have you. And uh, it's really fun. And, then, and next week, hopefully we've got a good show for you guys. I believe we're going to be reviewing The Boys on mm-hmm. Amazon. And I don't know what other show we're going to do yet. I want to say maybe The Witcher, mm-hmm. maybe something else. But definitely The Boys. Um, come back next week guys uh let us know what you think and with that hang with your bros love your hoes and as always watch those shows